Welcome to the Joy of Living, featuring your host, Barry Shore. In this time of busy, busy and rush, rush, we don't always take the time to appreciate the life that we have and the love of those around us. Now, the ambassador of joy invites you to take a moment, no, take an hour and find the joy of living. Here is Barry Shore. Good day. Beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And you have found good because you have consciously, conscientiously tuned into the joy of living with your humble host, Barry Shore. That's B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E. And you tuned into this show, The Joy of Living, for one reason and one reason only. And that's the best reason in the whole world, because you care most in the entire world about you. Y-O-U. E-W-E, you. And that's great because when you're the best you, you make the world a better place. You're able to build more bridges, create more harmony, spread more joy, happiness, peace, and love. And you are joined at this very moment by 329,613 people around the world. And within the next few minutes, probably go over 335,000 people coming in from all over the world because everybody wants to be the best you possible and to spread more joy into the world. We're going to do that today with our amazing, wondrous, upbeat guest. But the reason we do this is because by listening to the joy of living, you will be healthier, wealthier, and wiser. Now, I didn't say that. Jack Canfield, the co-author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, said that. He says, who doesn't want that, Barry? That's what happens when you live in joy daily. Now, in this particular show, we work with the three fundamentals of life. And these three fundamentals are, number one, life. Your life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose-driven life, you can go mad. Now, in this case, MAD is a wonderful acronym that stands for make a difference. Isn't that great? You lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference. You're a mad person. And the third fundamental is that we uncover and unlock the secrets and the power of everyday words and terms. Everyday words and terms. A simple example, www. Right now, you're being carried over the internet and people on Facebook and all over the world are watching and such. And if you ask anybody, what does www stand for? Invariably, they'll say it has to do with the internet. And factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for, drum roll, fanfare, da-da-da-da. What a wonderful world. <laughs> and what a, is a word, W-H-A-T-A. <clears throat> of course, the tip of the hat and a thank you to Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, for enabling that song to go viral and not just touch tens or hundreds of millions of people, but billions of people around the planet. And whenever you hear even the opening bars of that song, what a wonderful world. What do you do right away? You smile. You can't help it, right? Because that's what happens when you hear, what a wonderful world. And SMILE is one of the greatest acronyms that you could ever utilize, internalize, and leverage in your life. Because SMILE stands for seeing miracles in life Every day, <laughs> every day seeing miracles. Now, invariably when I'm speaking to people, whether it's five people, 
50 people, 5,000 people, like I did my last uh, public appearance before COVID, people raise their hands. They say, but Barry Shaw, Barry Shaw, I've been up for hours already. I haven't seen any miracles. And I asked them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you see? Can you stand? Can you walk? Do you have water to drink, food to eat, place to sleep, family, friends? Every single one of those is a miracle. Miracle stands for I'm clear. When you're clear about life, you see miracles in life every day. Here's a simple proof. A million plus people didn't get out of bed this morning. Why? They died. You didn't. By definition, if you're here and you're listening, you're watching, you are alive. And if you're alive, you can live exuberantly. Now, we're in the end of the year 2020. Thank God the pandemic, we're going to see in the rearview mirror, it's going to be over soon. Thank God we have vaccines, which it's going to get better. We People know that we're going to be 21 again. You remember what it's like to be 21? Kick up your heels and joy. Joy stands for generating ongoing youth. But right now, there's a pandemic. Pandemic mostly in the mind, but there's many millions of people didn't get out of bed this morning because of the pandemic. I trust that 99.99% of everybody watching and listening, you are able to get out of bed this morning easily and healthily. And I'll tell you, for those who know, we have hundreds of thousands of people come every, every week and listen. Thank you. They always bring friends. That's why we're over now over 336,000 people. Thank you very much. I'm humbled and honored. And you know the story of Barry Shaw, but those who don't, September 17th, 2004, I'm standing up in the morning, just like I hope 99.99% of everybody watching and listening, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound. And that evening, I was in the hospital paralyzed, completely paralyzed, my neck down. I became what's known as a quadriplegic. And it was not for an automobile accident. It was not a spinal injury. It was a rare disease that took over my body. It's called French polio. And I was completely, totally Paralyzed. I was in a hospital 144 days. I was in a hospital bed in my own home for two years. I couldn't turn over by myself. I was four years in a wheelchair. You see my hands, they're not like yours, but I have hands. I had braces on both my legs, from my hips to my ankles, and that was progress. Thank God today, I'm vertical and ambulatory, all be with the help of a seven-foot walking wand made for me by a Zen master, but I still can't walk up a stair by myself or a curb, and I have help 12 hours a day, seven days a week, but you hear my voice. Positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. Why? Because I've learned to see miracles in life every day. Now, I got to tell you a funny story. My niece, my eight-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago, and she says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? I thought about it. I said, smile, smile, sounds the same. Why not? I asked her, how come? Because she said then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes. Isn't that wonderful? But what was she doing? She was creating the kind of world that she wants to live in. Create is a great name, okay, word, an acronym. Stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. Rethinking is what we want to do. We all have a brain. That brain has a hundred plus billion brain cells and 10,000 trillion synapses connecting them all. And they're there for more than just considering what kind of latte you want this morning. The ability to do rethinking. Now, I do have to warn you in advance, because uh, our wonderful guest is, is a gentle, beautiful woman, that I do use a lot of four-letter words. I even use the four-letter F-U word I'm going to use throughout the show, because it's fun, and I use it for the shock value. But the four-letter words that we use, because we use positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant words, the four-letter words we use are live, 
love, life, grow, hope, holy, free, gift, <laughs> play. <laughs> and the four-letter F-U word is fun. Fun, F-U, capital N, capital N. But people raising their Barry Shore, Barry Shore, fun is only spelled with three letters. Not in our world. Our world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. Fun is F-U, capital N, capital N. So after the show, when you see your family and friends, you point your fingers like F-U, everybody. Remember to have a smile on your face, a twinkle in your eye. Remember what smile stands for. And say, where did you get that? They say, I listened to the joy of living with Barry Shore. F you, everybody. Now, before we bring on our amazing guest, wonderful cat, I'm going to ask you to do something that's going to make a difference in your life. Remember, it's all about you. And make a difference in the life of everybody around you. I'd like you to learn and use consciously and conscientiously three times a day the two most powerful words in the English language. And these two words are, drum roll, fanfare, da-da-da-da. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama has been quoted as saying, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible. <laughs> Imagine when we're going back to our, um, our coffee shops and we walk in and we order our fancy latte for five and a half dollars. And we order it and we sit down and somebody brings it to you. You say, thank you. You walk in the coffee shop and you order your fancy latte, five and a half dollars. A few minutes goes by, nobody brings it to you. You go to the counter and say, oh, I'm sorry, we're busy. We forgot. We'll bring it to you. A few more minutes go by. You still say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop. It's raining out. And somebody holds the door open for you. You say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop and it's raining. And somebody slams the door on you. You say, thank you. You're in traffic. You're late for an appointment. And somebody cuts you off. You say, Thank you. You get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say, thank you. To harmonize and network kindness. Kind is a wonderful word. Stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. Because everyone, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Therefore, be kind always. Now, there are a few people that I know of that are more kind and giving and loving than our wonderful Katrina. Katrina, <laughs> please say hello to 330, now 337,613 people around the world. Hello. Okay, look at that beautiful, amazing, bountiful <laughs> being. So I have, I'm really honored that you're here with us today, Katrina. And by the way, everybody should know anything and everything you want to know about Katrina and you want to know a lot because she is something amazing and powerful. She's a channel of goodness. She's a cog. Just go to www.barryshore.com. All the information is there. So all you need to do now is just lean in and let everything flow over you. you don't have to take notes and worry about writing down stuff like that. Just Listen, learn, and enjoy the experience. So, wonderful Katrina, let me just uh, give a brief, brief introduction and tell people that you are the being, the new, next generation, the tip of the spear of people who are mad in the world, making a difference. And you do it with high touch, high quality, really caring 
human resources. They call it human resources with the HR. But you've developed something quite amazing. And you did it because you yourself were in business for 10 years, even though you're, you're a kid. And, <laughs> but you've been involved for 10 years. And you work with major people, major, major organizations. And you're sharing with them the ability to shift Focus. Now, shift, by the way, people say that where they tend to leave out the F, but you shift your focus and see, smiling, and it <laughs> makes them enjoy the process of work and love and business and life. So let's just jump right in. We only have a couple of minutes before the break and tell us what is game day? Great name. So who are you? What do you do? And then we'll go deeper after the break. Absolutely. Well, I mean, for me, who am I? I'm just somebody out here trying to live my purpose and live to my full potential and make a difference with whatever time I have here. And so Game Day HR is really focused on creating connections between organizations and the people that work for the organizations. Um, We do have obviously the compliance and all of the paperwork part of human resources, but we're really trying to change the way people think about human resources and HR. We're really trying to disrupt that market of these old philosophies of you can't be friends with anybody if you're in HR. And yeah, exactly. Um, And so we, we kind of turn it and we say, we want to be friends with everybody. Whatever organization we are working with, whether we're doing all of the HR or whether we're helping you know, elevate the HR department. We need to know the people in the organization and in order to better serve them, we really want to focus on the whole human. Human resources, it's not 50% HR department. It's not 75% human resources department. We want the whole human. And that's really what we focus on. So it's not just about performance and and what and compliance and not being sued. It's also about our employees happy. Do they feel that there's purpose in their work? Are they feeling valued? Um, can we shift their perception? Can we help them find passion in whatever work they're doing? You're into shift also, huh? Yeah, yeah, not shit, <laughs> just shift. <laughs> shift. So Although sometimes la- I do get into some shit, I won't so lie. <laughs> into shift, but what was the last time somebody said F you to you and you laughed? Was that good? You like oh, that? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I, I say it all the time. And good. now I know I just have to turn the definition on yeah, it. And just add those capital N, capital N. Okay, so everybody, we're going to go to a very short break. Buckle up because Katrina is going to rock your world with goodness. <laughs> we'll be right Ready back after this brief break. Good day, everybody. Oh, am I really, really happy to be sharing with you something remarkable, interesting, and beneficial for you. It's called HelloFresh. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit company. Pre-measured ingredients, mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. And get this, you can skip trips to the grocery store. It makes home cooking easy, fun, F-U-N-N, and affordable. Imagine that, convenient, no contract delivery to your doorstep. Recipes are easy to follow with pictures and simple steps. Even I can do it, and I like doing it, actually. And it cuts out those stressful ideas of meal planning and grocery store trips. Oh, my gosh. Now, of course, we all love to save money. (laughs) Really great value. You can save 40% or more when you use HelloFresh versus shopping at the grocery store. So get this. Quality, fresh, 
pre-portioned ingredients, saving money, and something I really like also, HelloFresh is committed to donating meals to those in need. And so far, just in 2020 during our pandemic, they've donated three and a half million meals. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to HelloFresh.com, H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H.com slash 90, the number 90, Joy, 90J, 90JOY, and use code 90JOY to get $90 off, including free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com. Dot com slash 90 joy use the code 90 joy to get 90 dollars off including free shipping do it today you will thank me bye now streaming live the leader in internet talk radio voiceamerica.com Listening to the joy of living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to the joy of living. Good day. Beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And our cup runneth over with good. And in the form of a two-legged human being named Katrina. <laughs> KG, we call her for short. Katrina is is shifting the world in the in the world of business. In the world and the science and the uh, the art of human interactions at work, I'm just going to throw something out to you, wonderful Katrina. Uh, there's a phrase in the in the world called CYA, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, people think they know it. We're going to shift that a little bit and say we're going to call it caring for your assets. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs> that's the real CYA. Caring for you, because that's what she does. So let's address it right away. What are some of the issues in today's world where we're, everything is, not everything, but a lot of the world has to do with labels and, and how that interferes with communication, doesn't open channels. Let's hear your perspective as young, dynamic, making things happen person. Absolutely. Um One of the things that I've always believed is that we aren't 100% anything. And what that means is um, growing up, for example, when I was in elementary school, you have to like take a test and they make you take a test on what career you would be best suited for based off of how you answered these questions. Mm -hmm. And so I took the test and I basically, my two highest scoring things was an attorney or a sanitation worker, which was basically a trash person, right? And Wait so I go. Don't tell me that you're. Don't tell me you're conflating them and thinking that they're the same. Oh. Well, it's just that's how it's scored, and so I was like confused as a child because I feel like, huh, I never really fit into any one box. You know, there were different things that I really enjoyed. I was kind of this, and I was a little bit of that. There really wasn't any box you can put me in, and so at a young age. 
I really fought to not be put in that box. And so when we think about labels and when I say we're not 100% anything, I think now in this era, we're talking about politics mostly, right? Democrat, Republican, independent, libertarian. I don't think that anybody is 100% anything. Um, I think that you agreed in some cases about some things and then you agree with another side about other things. It's not really something that you're 100% in. Sometimes I, I score as a Democrat. Sometimes I score as a libertarian. And now we're hearing people say, oh, socially, I'm a Democrat. And, you know, business wise, um, I'm a Republican. It's like, well, you can't. Don't you understand these labels? They just don't work. And so we're so busy defending these labels that we're not able to have communication. We're not able to have an open conversation because we're so busy. No, I'm a Democrat. I'm a Republican. And I believe this and I believe that. And I think once we remove those labels, we can actually have an open conversation. We can actually. You think that's possible? I think that's very possible. Well, let me, let me I, I do it this. every day. Good. Wow. So this is what I want to make. She's aware of it, but I want to now tell the world. So thank God we have a worldwide audience. A lot of people listening from India, from China, when they can. It's interesting dilemma over there. Um, Throughout Europe, Africa, Australia, the United States, of course, Latin America. So right now what Kat is mentioning, and I'm sure it's even maybe more so in other countries. I want to pick up on something that she said, though. This is the genius of listening to this woman. She said, I agree with this. You might agree with that. She never used the term, well, I agree with this, but I disagree with that. She didn't say disagree. She was looking for areas of agreement. Where can we find some common ground to stand together? What can we do? What can I do to be in, to see, be able to see through your eyes, maybe hear with your ears and your heart, and I, I must say to you, Katrina, that wasn't contrived. That, that is you, and that is what you're sharing with the world. By the way, SHARE stands for Spreading Happiness and Rejuvenating Energy. That's you. <laughs> That's so me. I am really, really touched by how you not only explained it, but what it is that you're doing. Let's give us a concrete example, say, about, without naming a particular company, but in an industry that you find that, that labels have created more walls than created more benefit. Yeah. I mean, I think it happens in all organizations, in all industries. Um, I, I feel, I mean, now just socially speaking here in the United States and we have these big social movements, um, we have, you know, company leaders that are making these big announcements about, you know, uh, Black Lives Matters and diversity and, and inclusion. And, you know, they're saying they're going to do these things and make these changes and how they stand behind it, which is great. And it's phenomenal. And that makes me extremely happy. However, you have employees at other levels that feel like that's not happening. Right. And so they create this label of we're, di- we're diverse and we're inclusive. Right. This is a label that you're you're now creating um, and that you're now going to defend, but you're not really paying attention to the actual mechanics that go behind being diverse and inclusive. And then, you know, and then on top of that, what is considered, what is diverse and inclusive? Ask, How do you I even define know, that? I'm yes. about to ask you, what does that even mean? What Without does that mean? Right. I mean, does that, of course, I do believe in diversity and inclusion and I, I support, you know, 
racial equality around the world 100%, but I'm not going to say it. I'm going to do it and I'm going to find a way to do it. I'm going to eliminate any discriminatory practices in my organization from recruiting to performance, to compensation, to termination. And so now we have this disconnect because this company labels themselves as diverse and as inclusive. However, how, what is that? Some employees may feel that and some employees don't. And so they kind of create this expectation within their organization because they're so busy calling themselves and using this label as diverse and inclusive. And so that's just another, that's just one main example that I'm seeing. Another one are these terms like girl boss and woman, you know, CEO and boss babe. I'm not out there like you are. You've heard the term girl boss. Yes. Uh, she CEO. Ooh. Mm-hmm. CEO. Uh, now, I, I think that these terms are not endearing types of terms. They sound almost like juvenile with a little bit of a uh, in it. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not a girl. I'm a woman. I've, I've given birth to a child. I've <laughs> raised one. You know, I'm, I'm in my 30s. I'm a woman. I don't really for me personally, I don't connect to the term girl. Um, and so right. when, when we see these terms being used, it, I get the point, I get what they want to, what the intention is, right? They're trying to kind of create this like female woman empowerment, you know, and, and, I, and I stand with that. However, it doesn't help. It actually does not close the gap in gender equality because what happens is they all stick together, right? All the women stick together and they, they join women only groups and they hire only women, for example. And what happens is men have so much intellectual capital and resources. So you almost take that away. You almost remove yourself from the availability of having that intellectual capital and the resources and the help that men actually have. And so it doesn't help. And then what happens is men now are, you know, there's some men who are afraid to hire women and then we're just moving backwards, right? We're not actually closing it. You're saying, I think you're, you're articulating that women either invertedly or advertently are emasculating men and even pushing them aside because they may have felt, oh, you did that to us. You didn't help us. And yet now not utilizing the genius of people. In other words, let's not think man versus V woman. It's how can we as people in a common company with a mission and a purpose to serve advance that no matter who it is. I don't care your color. I don't care your religion. I don't care your uh, gender. We're here to serve something greater than us, a company culture. Is that what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. And and the label that I that we are using for these terms that I mentioned before is feminist, right? I'm a feminist. And so this is like how it's supposed to be. And I'm all about girl power and I'm about women empowerment, which is great, but you don't have, you can do that and not hate men. You can do that and love men also, right? You take it one thing at a time. You educate one man at a time, inspire one man at a time. You can't hate men 
um, just because they say something wrong or they say something that's imperfect or, you know, they, they don't do the right thing. I mean, you have to talk to them. You, you have to educate are them. Perfect. That's what I've heard. I've heard about that. <laughs> I, I have yet, you know, to find one that's that's perfect or imperfect. I mean, all humans are perfect, I suppose. Right. But but my point is, we're so busy um, defending this label of feminists, for example, right? Um, or being woke is like a thing, right? Like I'm I'm woke. I I understand everything. I understand the issues. I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm I mean all these labels, right? They're just wrong. They're just bad for communication. And it's really hard to have a, a conversation with anybody when you're too busy defending that label. And one example I want to give you was 9/11. And I heard this, I might have heard this example on another podcast, but it was a great example. For 9-11, when, you know, we had this like terror, terrorist attack, do you think they were aiming for Democrats or, or only Republicans or only Actually, people of color? they were after libertarians, color? libertarian yeah. transgender <laughs> people. That's their, that was their goal. Right. I mean, whatever that was, they were not aiming for any particular label within the United States. They just were out to, for Americans. Right. And so when you think of it from that level, you think these labels are so insignificant to uh, people outside of the U.S. You know, at the end of the day, we're all Americans or we're all people of the world. If you look, if you take an even greater look. Right. Mm -hmm. And so why are we so attached to these labels that really are insignificant? They really don't have a lot of meaning. So I have to say something to you, Katrina. You are significant. You're making it. I am truly touched that you're sharing this with our audience worldwide. We have dozens and dozens of comments saying, yeah, yeah, this is great. You are. And we're going to go to a break. There'll be more cat on the other side of this. Don't go away because she be good for everyone. Be right back. Oh boy, this is so good. Something wonderful for you. Hello Fresh, H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H. Hello Fresh is America's number one meal kit. And Hello Fresh has a special offer for my listeners. Hello Fresh, I'm sure you've heard about it. This is one of the best companies in America today, delivering convenient right to your door, nutritious, delicious, wonderful meal kits that enable you to save time, money, eliminate, reduce stress, and it's just, it's its a pleasure. It's so much fun. F-U-N-N. I love it because it's just so good. And by the way, 90% of all the ingredients they use are so sourced directly from growers to ensure peak flavor and ripeness. I mean, this is a company that's doing everything right because they care about long term and making you healthier and happier. And in addition to everything they do, which is delicious, nutritious and easy and fun and stressless and saving money. HelloFresh is committed to donating meals to those in need. And thus far in 2020, midst of a pandemic, they've donated 3.5 million meals. Hello, Fresh. <laughs> so what I want you to do is go to HelloFresh.com, H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H. 
HelloFresh.com slash 90Joy. HelloFresh.com slash 90Joy and use the code 90Joy, 90JOY, to get $90 off, including free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 90Joy. Use code 90Joy to get $90 off, including free shipping. You'll thank me. Best wishes. Bye now. Hello, everybody. I am so happy to be talking to you about Medterra CBD. This is one of the most beautiful, powerful, and pleasant items I've ever used, and I'm so happy to recommend it. CBD is the breakthrough products that have nothing to do with getting high and only has to do with getting healthy. Uh, Medterra is one of the leading CBD brands in the entire industry, and they developed this new pain cream with their medical advisors to help treat sore muscles and joints and inflammation and injuries, and it's a combination of CBD, arnica, menthol, and other natural ingredients. I swim two miles a day. I ache a little bit after that because I'm 72 now. (laughs) And this CPD cream works. I love it. You're going to love it. I recommend it. Please use it. Get it. Medterra. That's M-E-D-T-E-R-R-A-C-B-D. MedterraCBD.com. Put in the code Joy of Living at checkout and you'll get 20% off. MedterraCBD.com. Put in the code Joy of Living at checkout. You'll get 20% off. Do it. It works. You'll love it. Bye now. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to the joy of living with barry shore to participate in today's program we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to barry at barryshore.com now back to the joy of living Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. Now, good is an amazing word, G-O-O-D. Let's take that second O, make a little snip in it, and now elongate it, and you have the word gold. It's because when you think in good and you speak in good and you act good, you create gold. So the answer to the question, can you buy happiness, is the answer is yes. You just have to know the right currency. It's the currency that's created through goodness. That's the gold that you create. You can buy happiness. And we have happiness overflowing with us today in a body called Katrina Garazian. Garazian? Gazarian. Garazian. You know, Barry, not all of us can have a name like Barry Shore, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It's Gazarian. (laughs) Thank you. See, this is what she's doing. She is shifting people's ability to either move beyond, eradicate, or disrupt labels because they interfere with communication. And Kat's mission and purpose is to create company cultures that win. She mentioned the word how before we left the last segment. 
And how is a great acronym. It stands for helping others win. That's Love it. What she, that's who she is. She's a winner. She's helping others win, create a company culture that wins. So give us examples and show us a pathway. Absolutely. So I think company culture in general has uh, become overly complicated. Um, you see a lot of articles, you see um, a lot of engagement apps and, and technology that is supposed to help you create a company culture. But at the end of the day, it's not really being defined. There's a lot of you know pieces out there that talk about how important it is to have a great company culture, but not a lot about how do you actually get there. And so the metric that we really stand by is employee engagement. So the last huge research that was done as of January 2020, the global workforce is disengaged. Guess, I want you to guess what the percentage of the global workforce is disengaged, Barry. So I will use my, okay, I would say 78%. It's not that high. However, it was 59%, but this was pre-pandemic. Oh, I think it's 78 now. Yeah, it's probably up there now, right? So, so pre-pandemics, 59% of the global workforce was disengaged. So let's, let's repeat it again, because again, we do have, thank God, a global listening audience. Here's what Kat is giving us information. Six out of every 10 people in any organization are disengaged. Engaged. There's actually in the term, um, if I, I think I'm, I'm quite correct on this, there are two aspects of this. One is called absenteeism, physically not being involved. I'm sick today. I don't feel well. Don't go in. Then mm-hmm. there's something called pre- non-presenteeism, which I think mm-hmm. is, goes to more the disengaged. They're physically there, but they're thinking about other things, doing that, and their ability to work in the culture and be a contributor because when you contribute, you're not just helping the company, you're helping you. See, part of the greatest thing of life is by giving, you gain. Absolutely. (laughs) It's the biggest thing in life. Most people never even learn it or they hear about it when they're 89 years old and they're dying. Oh, you mean if I give, I actually gain by doing that? Yes. So 59%. 59%. 59% of the global workforce pre-pandemic don't really care if their company thrives or not, right? They're they're doing the bare minimum of work. They're just doing enough to maybe not get terminated um, or not get terminated today, essentially. And so when I think of that metric, I, I think of a lot of unhappy people. That is a lot of unhappy people. And and the feeling I got when I read that was sad. I felt sad that there were that many people unhappy in today's world. And so engagement in our philosophy at Game Day HR, that is the key to a great company culture. How do we improve employee engagement? How do we create happier employees, which make happier organizations and a happier world. And so the way we do that is we use data first, obviously. We benchmark the data. 
we do a climate survey. We ask a bunch of questions to the employees of the organization about engagement. How do they feel about accountability in their organization, communication? How do they feel about the clarity of their job role? Do they know what they're there for? Do they know what is expected of them? How satisfied are they working for the organization? How do they feel about their coworkers and their management team? So it's a series of questions, which is known as a climate survey or a pulse survey. Based off those questions, you know, we collect all of the responses, we put together a data, some graphs and some tables, and we really find out where are the weaker points in the organization. And we build initiatives around those weaker points first. And so, for example, if communication is a weaker point in terms of the responses that the organization received, we're going to make initiatives around improving that communication. And then over time, right? we start remeasuring every quarter on a shorter form. So we take the whole survey, we break it down into a short form and really ask the questions that we really want to know the answers to, to see if there is improvement. And we start remeasuring it and building more initiatives around the new results. And so it probably takes six months to, to 12 months to see a big difference. However, usually, let's just say 60%, right? If we can improve... 59% is disengaged. If we can improve that by 10%, think of it as an organization as 10% more revenue, 10% more productivity, 10% more profitability. By the way, let me just pause for a moment. First of all, I'm so engaged in what you're saying. And I would just like to sprinkle a little pixie dust here. The 10% improvement, I wholeheartedly believe. I think personally, because I've run a number of organizations, someone quite large, that that would translate into a multiple bottom line. In other words, let's say the organization is making $10 million right now. You improve 10% in employee engagement, it will not be 10% more, another million dollars. It could be two, three, five, ten million dollars $10 million more. Yes. Because people involved have an exponentially greater impact. By the way, I want to urge everybody, remember, Everything you want to know about CAT and you want to know a lot, you want to share this. You want to listen again. I do. I want to listen again to this. You want to share this with at least five people. So over a million and a half people around the world will hear and be engaged. And just go to www. Remember what that stands for? What a wonderful world. Barryshaw.com. Everything about Katrina and her organization is going to be there. So just listen again and share this because it's vital information. We are going to literally transform and shift unhappiness into the happiness mode. <laughs> and we can do it, by the way, right? That's the benefit of all this. Am I correct, Karina? That, that, that is the benefit of it. It's like, okay, here's the sad news that you have a lot of sad people in their organizations, mm-hmm. but the good news is there's a way to fix it. And I feel like what we're doing is we're showing people how to fix it. So we're not just saying, hey, throw a perk at them, build, you know, build a, a room with, with a pool table and this and that. Like we're not saying those things. We're actually going to use the data and build initiatives around that data because you can't put a blanket over what works for all organizations because organizations are made up of haha people. Ah, oh my gosh. Can and you guess what? <laughs> and people are not all the same. You know, not only are they not the same from organization to organization, but from year to year, you know, there's some employees who mature, they go through life-changing events. And so what they maybe wanted at one point has evolved into something else the next or following year. And how do you know? How do you know what they want if you're not asking them? 
this oh, goes to communication, way, right? Right. Okay, you just you got my got my juices flowing, wonderful woman. Um, <laughs> that's another WW. We'll get another one. But so she said, "How helping others win? Who win? Who stands for winners help others? That's what a winner really does. You don't just say because they know the five most important words in the world are. How can I help you? And ask. You like this one, Katrina? Ask stands for always seek kindness." Always seek kindness. Uh-oh. There you are. Good. You froze for a moment. So, yes. I was if stunned. You, if you ask, guess what ha- might happen? Woo! You might get a response. If you get a response, we can work with it. Just like you work with numbers, as we talked in the break, about auditing. And that is looking at numbers and analysis. We are going to analyze and bring out the best by asking, always seek kindness. Why are you asking this? Because we're here to help. We're here to serve. In other words, management is here to serve the company, the workers. The workers are here to serve the mission. But if you don't know the mission, it's not articulated. You don't articulate the goal. You don't articulate the mission. Clarity, like you said, I was just um, helping out a um, fairly large organization, does hundreds of millions of dollars a year, and was sharing with their um their sales force, and I ask people, what is your business? When you meet people at a party or something like that, people are very, very, what do you do? So how do you answer? These people were in the mortgage broker business. So mm-hmm. most of them said, well, mortgage broker. I said, well, if you ask me, I say, you're in the dream fulfillment business. Totally. Fulfill dreams, because when you refinance your house and you do this and you get now $400,000 cash, what do you do? Well, I'm going to build this, I'm going to do that. You're fulfilling dreams. But if you don't know what you're doing there, if you don't have clarity, then how are you going to feel good about going to work? And work is one of the greatest places to be. You have friends. That's what Katrina told me. Friends at work. <laughs> Look at that Absolutely. Smile. Absolutely. And, and it's really important because, you know, when, we, when I talk to organizations or I even talk to employees, it's like, what are you passionate about? Well, I'm passionate about design and 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 graphics okay but why well i don't know i just like doing it but why well i just like creating something but for who for what for why how how you know this is the label right i'm the label for me is i'm a ceo but i'm not always going to be a ceo i can't be attached to that label forever but i want to make a difference in the world that's my value. So it doesn't matter what my title is. The value remains the same. It doesn't matter if I'm a CEO, an advisor, an administrative assistant, or I'm helping you, Barry, up the stairs one day, which I will. Oh my. I just want to make the world a better place. I'm not attached to any label that anybody else gives me. I, okay. Crying tears of joy, <laughs> loving, laughing, and people, again, comments here are just remarkable. This, this woman is this, this, she's a fog, a fountain of goodness. You know that you live in a fog? By the way, you can, it's a digital world. You're either a fog or a drain. Right. Oh, I'd be a drain. I'd rather be a fog, a fountain of goodness. She's a channel of God. She's a channel of goodness. Uh, we, we're going to go for a break because we have sponsors that love us and love to share the show. And hundreds of thousands of people around the world loving this experience, this engagement with Katrina! Be right back after this brief message. Don't go away. There's more cat coming back. 
Hi, everyone. Wouldn't it be great if there was a Facebook group where you could go learn wonderful things, reduce your stress, live in joy, and they're giving away a thousand dollars a month in prizes for participating. How would that be? Well, it exists. Go to Facebook and look up the Joy of Living group. That's go to Facebook and search the Joy of Living group. Join today and you can start to learn how to reduce, mitigate, maybe even eliminate your stress, replace it with joy, and they're giving away a thousand dollars a month in prizes. This is fantastic. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your family, because this is the way to live in life. Enjoy daily. Make it a great one. Do it now. Bye. Good day, everybody. Barry Shore here. The most searched word on the internet after COVID and pandemic is stress. S-T-R-E-S-S. Because everyone, everyone in the world is suffering from stress. But you don't have to. Stress kills. Then you know the antidote. Joy heals. Go to www.barryshore.com. www. What a wonderful world. Barryshore.com. B a r r y s h o r e. And find out what color is your stress. How to reduce, mitigate, maybe even eliminate it. And it's all free. Go to barryshore.com. Do it now. You'll be happy you did because stress kills. Joy heals. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have found good in abundance, overflowing, coming directly to you through the fountain of goodness known as Katrina KG, as we I call her, and we're discussing the, this remarkably powerful, positive, purposeful, and pleasant idea of shifting mindset and using that F really clearly, shifting mindset by gaining clarity into the culture in a company because where you work, you spend, you invest a lot of time, a lot of yourself, and why not make it a most beautiful, bountiful, beloved experience. So we're going to ask Kat to just speak about this idea of curating your own path to success, whether you're the sanitation worker, an attorney, CEO, sweeping the floors, mailroom, doesn't matter, wherever you are, curating your own path to success. Yes, um, I love that you brought that up. I, I feel like right now a lot of people are looking for guidance, right? They're looking for structure and for guidance um, at a time that is very unstructured and seems very misguided. And so 
I think that people um, like to attach themselves to, I would say, other individuals who are influencers or they have, you know, a lot of followers or what may have you. So they attach themselves because maybe they relate to them to at a certain level and they do all the things that this person says to do and they believe all the things that this person believes, you know, blindly almost without doing their own research, without really finding out what it, what works for them in their lives. And so they're, they're following these challenges that are like 30-day challenges and 60-day challenges and 90-day challenges. And they're not actually things or solutions to the problems in their own individual lives. You know, for example, let's just say alcohol, right? So I'm going to do a challenge that where I'm not going to drink alcohol for 90 days. Well, if alcohol isn't really a problem for me in my life, I already don't really drink it. Is that really a challenge for me? Does that really make sense? Maybe a challenge for me is I'm not present, you know, around my children. You know, I'm always thinking about work. Maybe I'm spending too much time on my phone. I want to create initiatives around those challenges. You mean I can actually take control of my own life? You actually I can, be, can. I can say, gee, what? I have to, oh, but that means I have to think, don't I? You have to think and you have Uh-oh. to be very introspective, right? You have to actually take a look at your life and take inventory. And that's really the philosophies we use with organizations is what what initiatives are we going to build around solving the problems within your organization, with your people in this organization, not what everybody else is doing, not what worked for organization B, but what works for you and your organization? And how do we find that out? How do we know what's wrong with the organization? So this is causing wow. Wow stands for words of wisdom, words of wonder. You are that being. By the way, I'm going to share with you, uh, there's an interesting man. His name is Bernie Siegel. He's now 86 years on this planet. Uh, 40 plus years ago, he wrote the definitive work called Love, Miracles, and Healing. He was the first doctor to write about using the ability of your mind and your heart to cure yourself of cancer. Mm-hmm. You used the word guidance. I learned from him. Guidance stands for God, you, and I dance. Mm-hmm. I am dancing with you, Katrina. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to ask you. You have 80 seconds only. Katrina. Ready. What is your most fervent desire? I would love to create happier workplaces for 1 million employees. I don't need 80 seconds. Do I need 80 seconds? I mean, okay, well, I'll add more on top of that. No, 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 don't. I'll tell you what. (laughs) Because she was specific in terms of create, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. And she was specific on a number. Because if you can do it for a million, you now have the formula. If you can do it for a million, you can do it for five million. You can do it for five million, you can do it ten million. Do ten million, you can do twenty. And we touch the world. That is fountain of goodness. Katrina, in front of three hundred now, three hundred and forty-one thousand eight hundred and twenty-two people. I'm going to envelop you in a hug. Are you ready? I'm ready. One, two, three. Love it. (laughs) I feel it. I'm feeling the warmth. I'm feeling it. And you, everyone, have been listening to the joy of living. The humble host, Barry Shore. Go to www.whatawonderfulworld.barryshore.com. Everything about Katrina, you're going to find it. You're going to want to listen again. You want to share this with five people. So over a million plus people around the world will have this. And 
smile, seeing miracles in life every day. Or as my eight-year-old niece says, seeing miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you all want to live in, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. Use four-letter words. Live, love, hope, grow, free, play. Use the four-letter F-U word. F-U, capital N, capital N. You got to add that right away. Where'd you have that? Barry Shore and the joy of living. Learn to say three times a day the two most powerful words in the English language. Consciously and conscientiously. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kat, to harmonize and network kindness. Think, thank. Think stands for to harness insightful neural connections. Everyone, everyone we meet is fighting a battle we know nothing about. Be kind always. Kind can be keep inspiring noble deeds or connect in nature daily. <laughs> How's that? It's a great one also. I learned that for somebody I interviewed. Isn't that wonderful? Be a nut. nut. Never underestimate thanking. Never underestimate thinking, as Kat just shared with us. And I'd like to go and share a, a blessing with everybody, if I may. And the blessing is, go forth. Like Katrina, live exuberantly. Spread <laughs> the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love go mad go make a difference thank you katrina thank you what a privilege be well and do well thank you for tuning in this week to the joy of living Please join Barry Shore for another edition of the program next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And as Barry says, give me five. Share this show with five people you love. Bring joy into your heart and love unto others. And we'll see you here next week.